Central Oregon's local morning show. Call me up in the morning. It's Monty and Meg in the morning, keeping it local. Only on 107.7 The Beat. Why is your knee all jacked up? I tell you what, this living situation that I'm doing is tough. You got a new roommate? (laughs) No. What living situation? It's me and my own body. Oh, that situation. Yeah, Yeah, no. Yesterday I did some trail running and one of the rocks just decided to come up and get so I biffed you it fell. Hard. I fell hard while running slowly too. It slowly, wasn't like, you weren't wasn't, sprinting. No, it wasn't sprinting, which would obviously hurt really bad too. But it almost like hurts your dignity more when you can't come out of the, the fall, <laughs> where you're trying to correct yourself. You almost look trying like to, Phoebe when you're fall, running. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You like you try to catch yourself. Trying to catch yourself, uh, you're like swimming in the almost, air. Almost, I almost got it. And yeah, it no. Was like a uh, knee to the ground and a slide uh, into home base. Safe. Not so safe. Not so safe. Oh, I'm sorry. Do I need to take you to the doctor? No. No, is it going to be fine? Maybe you, I could saw... just have one of your donuts over there. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see how It'll bad this injury really cost is. Cost you, I know. Let me take a good look at it first, lady. So I'm just going to sit calmly in this chair. We're going to have a fun day today. We'll put some ice on it, Meg. We'll get you all yeah. back to, you know, tip-top shape. Can't wait. <laughs> Come on, everybody. Welcome to Wednesday. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat, Lonnie and Meg. And how was the day yesterday? It was a beautiful afternoon. Yeah, it was gorgeous. It was awesome. Uh, I got a, um, uh, took lunch to Trace and, and the and the kids and I, we took her, her some lunch. But we went to, uh, I, and I hadn't been in a long time, uh, but went to Chick-fil-A. Oh, good for you. So I think, like, you know, I'm going to get there pretty early. Mm-hmm. For the lunch rush hour thing, sure. you know, that usually happens there. Like about 1045, I'll wait in line, you know, for a little bit. I'm figuring, you know, it's not going to be very long. I waited for about 45 minutes at 1045 for lunch. Wow. Yeah. I was like, good Lord, people. Everybody's got an early lunch. I guess so. Or had a hankering for Chick-fil-A all day. It's just, yeah. Maybe that's it. I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. How, like, popular that place is. I know. Like, in and out. So a lot of people just don't get that also. Sure. You know? Um, but no matter what, they're always busy. Uh, we were driving over uh, from Portland on Sunday mm-hmm. from the show uh, on I-5 there, you know, because they have that one in Salem now right there. At the, you can see it off the I-5. Yeah. And the line, it was on a Sunday. This was Sunday afternoon. Okay. M- mid-afternoon. Make the line for just wanting to get in, not just like the drive up. Yeah. To get in was... Easily a hundred people deep. Wow! I was just like, "Are you kidding me right now?" Oh, <laughs> it was insane. Man. And they, but they, I guess they just do one thing and one thing great. I mean, consistency is a huge part of someone's business model yeah. for success. Yeah, they like, don't, they don't have a bunch of other stuff. They just got burgers, and they're always the Three same, burgers. regardless of yeah. what town you're in. Oh, they just are. Yeah, it's just brilliant. That's the same kind of thing with you know. With Chick-fil-A. They just do thing. one thing really, really great. Just mm-hmm. some chicken, some chicken nugs, mm-hmm. and go away. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna chicken serve is so another. good. Oh, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was amazing. Yeah. Uh got went to Redmond, by the way. Oh, neat. Yeah, Tracy had a meeting over there, so then went and met her afterwards. So we're like, let's just eat in downtown Redmond. Haven't Perfect. been here in a while. Yeah. So we went to Carnival. Amazing. Mexican. Yes, yeah. I know exactly where you're at. Mexican food place on Sixth Street there. Right. So good. Oh, cool. Because I was wanting to go to local. To Westside Local. Oh, yeah. But they don't open really until Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Tuesday's her day where she gets all the yeah. farm yeah. fresh 
fruits and vegetables yeah. and and then goes ahead and makes the menu in her kitchen every Tuesday. I was just hoping. I know. You know, that she was done with all of her shopping, Amber, and then, like, so I was it's like, a good thing you didn't interrupt it. her creative process. I know. She would have shot me. Yeah. How was your day yesterday? My day was great. Um, I feel this morning like I kind of got hit by a bus. Um, you fell down and went boom. I fell down and went boom. Yeah. I was running out, out at Shevlin, mm. which is gorgeous. And it's really nice, too, because it's a very great. shaded area. And then yeah. you've got the river that runs through. So def- definitely there's hotter parts. You, you put as much mileage into that thing as you want to. And, yeah. and you're not going to be in the shade the entire time. Um, but yeah, about halfway through, sure enough, I was doing really well, not tripping. I haven't fallen at all this season so far, so it was about time. <laughs> Why is that funny to me? I haven't fallen yet this season. Is, is it every season that you decide to take a, fall, a, a nice little fall, man? I think I can, it's safe to say that every trail runner out there has a fall per season, if not many. Because really? those rocks come up and get you. Do they? They do, or a tree root, or your own shoe, anything. You <laughs> get tired, shoe. and you're, you don't pick your feet up all the way, oh, or you're distracted. Is, is that mean, what it was for you? Not picking um, up, a, not picking up that foot. That, and also in the middle of a conversation, just you know, distracted. Oh my god, hopping along. I don't feel one little bit bad for you. Snag a toe. I feel like I was swimming in the skies for a while, while before I made the big crash, but. Yeah. Um, I'm a, it was fine. I mean, I got up yeah. and had to finish. Oh, you, you know, did? You finished? Four miles to go yet. Somebody didn't carry you back to the car? Yeah, Gene could have carried me. Gene, where were you on that one, bro? <laughs> Gene was my mentor at Foot Zones Half Marathon Running Group from yeah. last season, yeah. last fall. And so it's been fun to be able to catch up with him. And that's something you can do, right, when with, with friends that you haven't seen in a while is run six feet apart. You don't want to be that close anyway. Right. Because I- someone might fall. Oh my gosh, Megan! Uh, if he was right in front of me, it would have been like a, a whole domino, domino effect. Yeah, yeah, nice work. How do you even? How do you carry on a conversation with your running? When I've run before, just run slowly. Just, uh, you don't need to like sprint. I, I can't. I can't. You can't because I'm trying to catch my breath. Yeah, and that just takes my breath away when I'm trying to yak. It don't run so fast. Let your heart rate calm down. I can't. Make. I know Lonnie, particu- Lonnie in particular oh, can't just, do this. I just got to get there. You will. <laughs> get it over with, you know? <laughs> oh, I, I do know. anything like that. Yeah, I get that feeling too. Towards the end it. yesterday, I was like, I am broken. <laughs> if I fall anymore, uh-huh. I'm going to be really broken. So I'm going to sprint on out of here. <laughs> and I am I feel like my voice is like still suffering from me like, my- sucking in so much air. Yeah, you got to stop yakking while you're running and working oh, out. I just have, I'm running Take out of break yeah. will ya <laughs> Katy Perry Daisies all the hits 107.7 the beat in bed early like Lonnie and Meg it's the late night drop on 107.7 the beat Fox News host Sean Hannity has released a new book entitled Live Free or Die America and the World on the Brink so look for it wherever books are sold or when you're cleaning out your grandpa's house <laughs> you remember any books from grandma and grandpa when oh. you would go stay with them yeah, even my my mom likes antique books. Oh, so really? She's got bookshelves with really cool looking series, and I, I mean, they were from I'm sure that she got passed down. Huh. So yeah. eventually they'll end up in my house. It was weird. I was going through some of my mom's stuff. I don't know. This was maybe a year ago. Not even that. Come across uh, this book, this handbook from the U.S. Navy. Wow. I'm like, well, this is cool. This, and this uh, was it 1920-something. Open it up, and my name is in it. 
Oh. Like I wrote my name actually oh in gosh, it when I was funny. a little kid. Uh-huh. And I even dated it, Meg. Mm-hmm. It was 1981. So I was 11. And for some reason, I wanted that book. Now, the reason why we had that book was because my grandpa, Harry Chapin, that was his book when he went into the Navy. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I just wanted it. I don't remember that at all. That's funny. But my little crazy names in there. Little Lonnie James. That's like, it. you know, we can't time travel, but that's about as close as it gets. Yeah. You open it up and you're like, wait a minute. Now I'm back to being 11. <laughs> oh, I know. And what I wrote in this book. It was weird. So I kept it. So I have it in my house now. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So that's one of those things that you're just like, yeah. This was my grandpa's book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Fallon, go. Well, Fallon, would you play? <laughs> Jimmy? Jimmy? Uh- Jimmy, All right, let's uh, get to some other news. Uh, listen to this. I saw that Kraft is replacing the word dinner with breakfast on its iconic blue macaroni and cheese box. Look at this. Yeah. New for breakfast. Yeah. I'm excited about it because now I can finally stop melting Kraft singles on my Cheerios. <laughs> oh, gross. Oh, melting Kraft. What? That's basically what macaroni and cheese is. Is what? Melted Kraft singles. Oh, yeah. Like the cheese, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever had the Velveeta ones? No. Oh, yeah. the macaroni and cheese Velveeta. The no, Velveeta that's brand. so you. You like so it. So good. Crushes crafts. Crushes Are we it. sure? Have you ever had it? Again, let me ask you that very carefully. Here's the thing. See, you can't say if you haven't had it. No, but I'm a little weird in particular. I like, if I was going to make a box, the blue box craft macaroni and cheese, I would add extra milk to it so it's kind of soupy. Or a lot of people like it really sticky. Like, I'd imagine... The one you really like. No, mate, it's, it's probably it's perfect. pretty, like, really thick and cheesy. No, it's not thick. Because that Velveeta is just like, it just, it Velveeta melts so is perfect. straight up melted plastic. It's so thick. So? It <laughs> tastes so freaking good. Come on. That's your late night drop on 1077 The Beat. And you're welcome. All the hits, 1077 The Beat, Lonnie and Meg, and coming up next. All right, on this day, Meg. Yep. Man, I'm still milking that donut, too, by the way. I know. You're doing such a good job. Could I just have a bite? How much money you got with you? Uh, well, it looks like I have about 25 cents right here. I'll take it. Really? Yeah. No, I like what, <laughs> what? What if I need this 25 cents later? Well, then I might just give it back to you later if you need it. Oh, okay. All right. Need 25 a... cents for a whole one bite? One bite, Meg. That's a good deal these days. I don't think it is. That's an expensive donut. Is it? I'm pretty sure you got a box of 12 there for five bucks. There's a big old sticker that has a five on it from Safeway. Dang it. That stupid sales sign on there. some quick math. Five dollars divided by 12 donuts. What's the cost? I don't know. 25 cents. I told you that's what the cost is. We're doing a history lesson coming up next (laughs) and not a math one. Well, you're welcome then. (sighs) Ah. All the hits 1077 the beat. Lonnie and Meg. And now it's time to play On This Day in History. Brought to you by Westside Local and Westside Taco Company, two delicious restaurants in Redmond. All right, Meg. 1914. Oh, what a year. It's <laughs> a good year. Uh, the very first what was installed in Cleveland, Ohio. The very first what in all of America. In Cleveland, for of all places, I thought this would definitely be installed in like New York City. Is it a bridge? No. Uh-uh. Oh, I thought it was a good guess. It was a great guess, but it wasn't it. Is it a freeway? No. A highway? No. Anything to do with... Kind of. Uh, a high rise? No. Uh-uh. No, it, it has more to do with, like, mm, the road, road systems. Uh, stop light. 
Ooh. Is that it? That is it. Nice job, Meg. <gasps> Thank you. Yeah, the very first traffic signal lights were installed really? in Cleveland, Ohio on this day in 1914. Luckily, lucky Cleveland folks. No, that was awful. Yeah. Why didn't they put a roundabout in there? Saved Should've us all some problems. <laughs> Should have started there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're... start with that and work your way around. You know what's interesting about this town and stoplights? When we my, hate them. When my, well, yeah, that, that. <laughs> That's why we won't install them. For sure. Yeah, we're done doing that, which is awesome. Yeah, let's go with it. At least it seems like it anyway. Um, when my grandparents moved here in the winter of 1971, there were only two stoplights in town on Greenwood yeah. and Franklin. Yeah, I remember that. And then. That was it. There's only two houses for sale. And they got the one with the garage. That's the one that I. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. With the Seriously. Two, two car garage, and the other one didn't have a garage of any kind. Yeah. And that was really important for my grandfather, who liked to work on cars. He's pretty handy. He liked yeah. to tinker around in the garage. Bonus. Um, and that's the house that I'm currently living yeah. in at this time. And the same carpet that's been in there since '71 too, Meg. You gotta get that nasty stuff moved out of that. What do you mean the shag isn't impressive? Because it's. Oh no, really the shag's impressive. Trust me. It's the things that are living in that shack. That oh, I'm well, like, yeah. I, I can't even walk in that room. Nobody really wants to either. <laughs> like, those rooms, the doors stay shut. I mean, thank I'm, goodness it's not covered in the house. It's just in two bedrooms. Yeah. Last month when I was in there and I opened the door, I heard jungle noises. It was the damn jungle book in there, Meg. I was like, I can't do this. I know. And it's also, it's not like the prettiest shag. It's like a nice burnt orange, like a candy corn tri-color. Yeah, if you're a Texas Longhorns fan, you'll love that color because that's exactly the University of Texas in there. It's It's awful. It's really nice, you know. Um, (laughs) It's it's practically a historic building at this point. Oh, yeah, no, it definitely is. I remember like when we moved here, uh, this was 87. When, when my family moved here. Yeah, I think there was three lights then at that point. Yeah, so not a lot had changed. Not a lot had changed from like 71 to that mid-80s mark. Yeah. Whatever, a little bit, but not a whole lot. But it wasn't too much longer after that. Then all of a sudden we're like, what in the world's going on? Roundabouts, lights. New high schools. Like high-rise buildings. High-rise. <laughs> now we can go up to seven stories. Woo, it's crazy. All right, beautiful people. We got Westside Local, Westside Taco Company to give to you. And uh, big thanks to them sponsoring on this day. Got some cash money going out. Grab your phones. Let's go. 585-1077. Color number seven. We're not even messing around, are we, Meg? No, we are. We're doing this bright and early. Get some free (laughs) delicious tacos or head over to Westside Local and check out that local farm to table food. It's so good. Downtown Redmond. Dial it. All the hits, 1077, The Beat, Lonnie and Meg, and coming up next. So, Meg, I know you've uh, you have been enjoying a workout regimen, getting into this certain routine, mm-hmm. you know, and getting back into that, just kind of watching from a distance seems like it's been, other than running, mm-hmm. seems like it's been pretty tough, like for a lot of people too. Oh, it's always the hardest to get back to a workout routine when you haven't in a while, uh-huh. or just to start it. Right. For that matter, well, uh, three fit- fitness experts have some great suggestions on how to kickstart your workout habit again. Perfect. Diving into it. And we're not talking just like your average run-of-the-mill like expert. We're talking like Jillian Michaels, Gunnar Peterson, these kind of people. And some of this is so, so good for people who are having a really hard time getting back into that routine. And I think what's nice about it, too, is you said just three things. 
Yeah. You know, you can get kind of overwhelmed with, do I have the right equipment? Am I going to the right gym? Can I afford this? But uh -huh. if you've got just three things to focus on, it starts you small, and hopefully you can That's go good. from there. It's next on The Beat. There's no doubt about it. Kickstarting a workout, starting from scratch, adding, uh, you know, exercising into your routine can feel really daunting. Especially when you feel like you got to bite it all off at one go, starting gradually is really tough. Yeah. When you feel like if you're starting to run and you can't run a whole mile, you just beat yourself up the entire time. <laughs> when that's not the point, yeah, you should run and walk it until you get comfortable enough to run the whole right. thing. Especially when you couldn't work out for a couple months because of a, a pandemic. Yeah, right? Or something stupid like that. Yeah. You know? No, when it's it, just cut off and you can't. Yeah. Would, getting back into it to me would be like, I'm like, nah, I'm good. Oh. Tough. I'm it's solid. tough for everybody. So three experts have some suggestions for us. Check it. Uh, Jillian Michaels, uh, she's one of my favorite, man. She's just massively famous. Uh, it's important to start with a clean slate. Wipe away the memory of indulging in desserts or choosing Netflix over an exercise class. It's brilliant. Yeah, so it's swapping that mindset. Clean slate. Let's start right now. Yeah, so. uh, you don't want to think, uh, you don't want to, worry yourself over what you did in the past. What you did in the past sticks in the past. So start in a clean slate, you know, and don't go down the road of, well, yesterday I ate this ice cream and now I'm feeling bad about it and I'm not going to run because I don't yeah. want to. You literally have to just start clean. Yeah, setbacks are part of the fitness journey. Yeah. That's good. All right. so you can't beat yourself up if there's a setback in there at all. Love it. Um, conditioning coach Gunnar Peterson suggests short intervals of different exercises to keep your workout interesting. Which is brilliant. Yeah. You know, he, he talks about walking up and down stairs for four minutes, followed by jump rope for four minutes, then squats and crunches, push-ups for four, and doing that, you know, three rounds of that, 10 reps or whatever the case may be. But I do. I like that, especially at home where I don't have anything. I don't yeah. have, like, dumbbells or smart bells or anybody else's bells, for that matter. <laughs> Lonnie ain't got no bells. I got no bells. Uh, fitness coach Allison Fahrenbach says her secret is replacing instead of erasing bad eating habits for example rather than snack on chips she'll crunch on healthy foods fresh fruits swap out her afternoon soft drink with sparkling water so it's replacing is not as traumatic as erasing right find the, the lesser habits. of the evils yeah. right um obviously don't overindulge but if you can find something that'll kind of curve that craving now you've gotten back into it uh, yeah. after the quarantine thing what is what has been the biggest thing for you and helping you get back into that habit. I, you know, I, I wouldn't have started my running the way that I have and dove into it as deep as I have if I didn't have the running coach. Oh, accountability. Yeah, absolutely. And I've got my friends. I call them my accountability buddies, you know, but before, you know, during quarantine, I didn't have my friends to run with. Yeah. I didn't have my friends to go to the gym with. Everything was shut down. The only thing I could do was run on my own, which having the motivation to do that is really tough. And I know that about myself. So I was willing to, you know, spend some money and, you know, it adds up after a while. But if that's a really big priority in my life right now. And so if, if I can afford it and have this running coach as my accountability buddy person, and she doesn't run with me. Right. This is all online. Um, she's local into central Oregon. And before quarantine, we'd meet once a week and then we just started meeting virtually. But I follow this app that she has uh, sent me. It's a calendar app. Oh, really? So every single day I have a task to get done. I have three miles here. I have four miles here. I have sprints here. Whatever the case may be. How cool is that? Um, and it's really neat. She's got it all planned out ahead of time for me for a month that I can kind of plan my schedule around it. 
Um, now that I've been able to extend my social circle, my friend Deborah and I have been running in the morning. Again, I would never run in the morning if it weren't for her. Yeah. No, you work wouldn't. starts early. That's way even earlier to do that. Yeah, that's awful. Um, but even, you know, it doesn't have to be a running coach. If you've got a friend and the two of you want to start working out, just keep each other accountable. Text each yeah. other. Or maybe if you, you know, if you can work out together, go do that. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be this feat that you need to do all on your own. Yeah. It's a lot easier to have a buddy to do it. Yeah, I couldn't do it. What? Wait. No, I don't do it. No, you <laughs> worked I, out with Tracy last week. One time. I know, but that's awesome that you did it. Because you probably wouldn't <laughs> well, thanks, do it without man. her. No, I probably wouldn't. So it was fun to or do it together. Uh-uh. And, yeah. and my friends who own uh, Trio Fitness, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't start like wanting to dive in if it wasn't for them either. Uh, right? Like pushing me to do it. There's a certain, you know, you, that you don't want to disappoint the coach feeling. Right. So, no, there's definitely that. You know, and that I totally have that. I suffer from that for sure. Yeah. Like, it, it's like not that so teacher's bad. approval. Yeah. <laughs> Extra credit, teach? Please. I'll clean the, the blackboard. But don't make me do sprints uphill again. <laughs> <laughs> no. Exactly. No more push up. What do you call them? Account of what? Accountability buddies. Sounds like a little doll. Get yourself an accountability buddy. buddy. <laughs> That's a little mouthful. You can be a coach, a friend, a mentor, anybody. We're doing this thing called Life Together and starting a workout routine all on your own is really tough and daunting, and it's even tougher to keep it going. So get yourself some accountability buddies. Oh, my gosh. Listen to your infomercial right now. You, you do need to come up with a little stuffed animal thing. Call it that to help you get through your workouts. It's got a little voice activated thing. You can do it. That's what it'll say. Yeah, it, you'll voice it. <laughs> All the hits, 107.7 The Beat, Lonnie and Meg. Coming up next. So yesterday we talked about uh, what our parents had dreamt for us to do as a career when we were like kids and growing up, which is just yeah. funny. Kids and parents just can't help themselves, right? No. You know, and they've lived life. They should have some sort of a influence or maybe an offer to... Put them, their kids in the right yeah. place or direction, send them in the right road. Yeah, maybe, maybe they have, you know, they have a business that they own that they want, you know, to carry that business on and give it to you. That would be cool. That would have been nice. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> well, that would have been great, Dad. Clearly that didn't happen Where for we on that I, one? Uh, <laughs> We're here. Here we are making minimum wage. Killing it. But it no. does make you think of, um, you know, your parents may have had a dream job for you, but what as a kid did you actually want to do? Mm -hmm. And are you doing it? Or can you even believe that you dreamt it one day, once upon a time? I know. Yeah, all right. We'll talk about it next. I bet that percentage is super low. Oh, like yeah. Like 10% is actually doing that. We'll talk about it next on The Beat. AJR, bang. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat. Lonnie and Meg. So yesterday we were talking about uh, parents and their influence on your life as a child, specifically in the career realm. You know, did you have parents that really wanted you to be a certain something um, or advised you down a certain road? And then we kind of spiraled into this conversation of what we actually wanted as kids and how it's either different or similar to what we're doing today. Yeah, And I think I, mine was pretty close to like a lot of boys. Um, when they're younger is I want to be a firefighter. Oh, sure. Um, and maybe just because maybe I was a, you know, I like to set things on fire maybe. Oh. And then put them back out. So I bought, yeah, I had like uh, in the back of our, our house, I had piled up and I got the hose out because I was going to like be this firefighter guy. Yeah. And uh, and I had my little hat on oh, that I had from Halloween. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, pine needles. I'd rake pine needles up and set them on fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
That's, but I just didn't a, clear the entire area. That's just about how every forest fire starts. <laughs> exactly. It was just happened to be in our backyard. Oh, my gosh. And, but we were in a housing development. Sure. You know, so I set those on fire. But then I was like, all right, I'll put those out, which I did. And then they some more caught fire. I'm like, how's that catching fire? That's right. So I hose that down. I'm like, you know what? I'm not a very good firefighter. Like, never mind. Then all of a sudden, I just threw the water down and just started stomping on it because I was like, this ain't working. Yeah. I'm like, what's in this hose? Vodka? I, this is ridiculous. Can add more flames getting, to it? What's going on? I was just spraying the ambers everywhere. Wow. So much for that career. Yeah. Firefighter. So I'm like, yeah, maybe not. That's tough. Maybe I don't want to do that. That's a hard job. How about you? What would sure. you want to do? Well, you'll get a, a kick out of this because obviously uh, there's no way I could do it now, but I wanted to be a, ve- be a veterinarian. <laughs> um, now, I bet you half of the girls that we, if yeah. we were to call, they would say, I wanted to work with animals. Absolutely. Then they get into it and realize how, like, you know, allergic. Uh, yeah, they are to the cat dog fur. And it's I think I realized I wasn't going to be that as soon as I realized it's an actual doctor and you got to do actual stuff other than just play with the animals and have to go to school and have it. to actually go to school for <laughs> it. You got to study like biology and microbiology. Yeah. And that was not going to be a thing. But I did. I loved animals as a kid. Now I'm just allergic. So I kind of steer clear of them. Yeah, you um, should. And so that, yeah, obviously changed completely. But I had all sorts of sights set on that goal. Did you really? That yeah. was it. I just felt like I had a real connection with my cats, Calvin and Ashley. I thought that we could talk to each other. And so yeah, I was like, course. I have a sixth sense that shouldn't go without being used. Yeah. Uh, you know, I have a very special power. It's almost <laughs> like I was probably watched too many cartoons. Yeah, you kid. did. You put a cape on and everything. Didn't I have you? a special power that I can communicate with animals. So clearly I'm going to fix them when things are, are bad. You know, did you ever see speaking of, you know, speaking to animals? Do you ever watch that show? Caesar Milan, the dog whisper. Oh, every once in a while. I guess did I know of it that? more than I've seen it. Yeah. I thought I loved that show. I think he really can talk to animals. I think he can, but it was funny watching him try to teach other people how to, like, talk to animals or how to, like, you know, be the lead dog, if Uh you will. And people just can't do it. Right. Some people just should not have animals. Uh, That's probably (laughs) a a solid statement. And I think that's more what he wanted to tell people without telling them during the show. Yeah, hey, this is going to, you're going to have to put some work into this. Uh You can't just have a fluffy something running around. Yeah, totally. And then when it eats your couch, (laughs) because it's clearly the alpha. Yeah. Can't be mad at it. And your neighbor's dog. Oh, yeah, then yeah. you're like, yeah, no, uh, that yeah. should that's a no-go. Yeah, he really can talk to animals. And he's doing a great job. Really put it to, to work like yeah. I wanted to once upon a time. I wonder if anybody as a kid has, like, wanted to be, like, uh, a radio personality. As a kid? As a kid. I don't know. I, I didn't. I, I wanted to be, like, a performer. I just didn't really, you know, and radio was part of that as far as in high school when I studied it. But yeah. in the end of the day, I didn't like how there wasn't an audience at first. Uh, you know, that took some getting used to. tough you, not getting cheers. Yeah, or cheers being able to jeers. feed off of it, yeah. you know, in theater. If you made some certain joke in your play and then if people laughed and they received it well, then you, like, right at there in that moment, it's like yeah. you won an award. <laughs> You just did it right. Whereas when I started doing radio, I was like, what is this? Talking to just one person in a box? And then I'm I'm like. I'm only getting a laugh from Lonnie and that's it. Lonnie makes up for a whole audience. So it works out for me really well. well. I try, Meg. All the hits 107.7 The Beat. Lonnie and Meg. One other kind of running joke in my family. As a kid, I really liked um, kind of playing restaurant. You know, I'd like make oh, something yeah, in the yeah. kitchen and then bring it to my sister. Usually it wasn't up to par, so I'd have to redo it. But I was like always fighting for her love and approval. That's cool. Um, but we made a joke that uh, I would have Megan's Cafe on the Bay. 
because, of course, I grew up in the Puget Sound, and yeah. all the restaurants on the bay are so beautiful, and they're yeah. so fun and very nostalgic to me as a kid, that as I was growing up playing, you know, restaurant, it was, a, a, you know, it would be a joke that Megan's Cafe in the Bay is open for business. Gotcha. Now That's I have cute. absolutely no interest in owning a restaurant. So how old were you when you realized, yeah, I really can't cook? Uh, oh, probably when I had to, like, forcibly start doing it. Did you At have like 19? Did you have that that little kitchen, the playhouse kitchen that oh. had the microwave that actually thought that it could heat something up with the light bulb? Absolutely. The Easy Bake Oven? Yeah, that oh, thing. Of course I had an Easy Bake Oven. Yeah, my cousins had that. I was like, "Hey, this is pretty cool. We can make our own like yeah. cookies." Hour and a half later. I know. This why is not this thing done? I'm dying. If you really want to test a child's patience when it's already that limited, so get them an Easy Bake Oven. <laughs> Easy bake, nothing easy about it. There, it's it's fairly easy, but the the literal waiting part could not yeah. be more of a hassle. My milk is warm now. I can't even do this anymore. That's like this is the yeah. stupidest thing I've it, ever seen. Uh, yeah, that was tough. They really <laughs> advertise it like it just pops right out and it's done. I know totally. Yeah, so, yeah. I'll remember. I remember though the first time I got a, my bass guitar. Mm-hmm. I was twelve, and then Chad, my brother, he was five years younger than me, and he wanted to play the drums. So mom and dad got him a snare. That's all they got him was just a snare. <laughs> One drum. One drum. That's all you get. You got to learn your rudiments and stuff, uh-huh. your triplets and your quadruples and stuff, you know, just on the snare. Doing sure. it. So they got him lessons for that. Um, and But I remember though, the first time I like was able to play through a song because mm-hmm. um, dad would set me down and put a tape in. It's like, all right, here's the song. I want you to listen for what the bass is doing and then try to mimic that. Great. And then play the song through, you know. First, I remember the first time I did that, I was like, oh, this is, I'm going to be a rock star. I'm like, this is going to be amazing. I'm amazing. I want to be in a band. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, the music that I was playing to that dad was putting in was like old gospel stuff. Oh, good. It wasn't cool like funk or uh-huh. Earth, Wind, and Fire or the Ohio Players or anything like that. Uh-huh. No, it was like the Bill Gaither Trio. Well, you know, you had to start somewhere. I, was, <laughs> I guess so. But I was like, can I play some rock and roll? No, that's of the devil. Yeah, you did eventually. <laughs> oh and God. now look at you. I threw that one for a big loop. That's for sure. Poor mom and dad. Uh, I know. Well, I was um, thinking like, geez, how brave to get a five-year-old kid to drum. Yeah, right? They threw him in the garage. That's yeah, what they did. I think you'd have to. And then just turned up the music in the house really loud so Gospel. they couldn't hear the, yeah, yeah totally. But, but quartets. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're all killing me right now. Seth, how about you? Uh, as a kid, what job did you want? And are you doing that now? I wanted to be a cop, but I'm a cable guy now. <laughs> so what happened? Yeah, what what influenced you at first to be a cop as, at, at that age? Just all the, the cops serving us, and I wanted to serve the you know, community, stuff like that, and I just thought they were cool. Yeah. Well, you're kind of doing that now, I mean, because we all need cable. That's the truth. <laughs> yeah, know? I guess I guess I am a, a hero in a way, yes. Yes, you are. Because if I, if I don't get my ducks, <laughs> if I don't get my ducks on TV, I'll be pissed. And he'll be keeled, <laughs> he'll be keeled exactly, over. Right? You're saving lots of Central Oregonians. <laughs> yep. <laughs> all the hits, 107.7 The Beat, Lonnie and Meg. And coming up next. So Meg, Kane Brown, uh, you know, he's uh, that country crossover pop. Star guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's a stud. Totally smoking. Um, him and his wife, they bought a thirty acre piece of property, wooded lot trees, wood outside of Nashville. Wow. Right. And so they were just like, Well, let's go check out our property. First day in, they get lost. Uh oh. On the property. Oh no. We're talking and they're saying over seven hours. <gasps> 
And it's only 30 acres, though. Uh-oh. All right. So homie ain't got a good thing of, you know, he doesn't have a good um, idea of direction. Apparently, well, apparently not. But his wife thinks he did it for a whole nother reason. Oh. Uh-huh. And it's kind of interesting because I think there's uh, a lot of people that try to, you know, make up excuses to get out of doing something. Oh, getting lost uh, on your own property is an interesting <laughs> excuse. Exactly. So we'll talk more about that coming up next. Calvin Harris, Pharrell, Katy Perry feels a 1077 The Beat. 815, all the hits, 1077 The Beat. Lonnie and Meg. So Kane Brown and his wife, they bought um, a big chunk of land, about 30 acres outside of Nashville. Yep. Now Lonnie was just saying that they got lost yeah wandering their property yeah so their first day on their property apparently it was bought sight unseen okay you know so they're wandering they, well they probably didn't check out every single acre either well but 30 acres really isn't a whole lot i mean yeah with a lot of woods on it and stuff like that mm-hmm. but i'm just like how can you get lost so this is what and then looking a little bit more into the story here's what his wife caitlin actually said she goes um quote uh, i don't think uh we were that lost, actually. I think that Kane just wanted to get out of unpacking boxes. Uh-huh. And this was his, his excuse. Oh, my gosh. So, over seven hours that they were, like, out wandering the property. It's a full day of moving. It's a full day of moving, right? And, you know, come on. If you have that much money, too, it's like, wouldn't you have somebody unload all your stuff for you? Yes. You'd pay for it. A hundred percent. Apparently, Apparently not. In that case, apparently spent all of his money on this piece of property uh-huh. or this piece of land. So, got us thinking, like, what's a what's one excuse that you've used to kind of get out of work? Oh, you know? What's a really good excuse for oh. you to get out of work? Oh, I don't want to admit this one, but uh, let's do it. Okay. <laughs> um, good. I remember uh, I was working at Best Buy um, up in Olympia. I was 18 years old, and um, my friend Jared was about to go on his two-year mission down in um, Arizona. Oh, Mormon. Yes. Okay, gotcha. And so Jared uh, invited Chad and I. All three of us were such close buds in high school. We did everything together and theater and all this jazz. And um, so Jared invited Chad and I to go to Applebee's for his, like, last goodbye lunch. Real Applebee's you know, is yeah. what he chose for a he, goodbye lunch. Oh, yeah. Applebee's in Olympia, Washington. That was like our hang. Have you oh, ever had like happy no. hour nachos? They're like half off. <laughs> so that was the hang. Anyway, he, ahead, it was yes. like our last chance to say goodbye to Jared for two years. And of course, as you know, on these missions, you know, they can't call back to home. They can write. You can call if it's an emergency of some sorts, but you are like completely immersed in your mission for two years. And so I was having a hard time with that. I'm not going to be able to talk to my friends so yeah. easily or text or anything like that. And he's gonna, he has a job for two years. He's like, it's like he's being deployed. Anyway, I didn't want to miss out on this lunch. But, of course, I had a shift at Best Buy. So, of course, what did I do? I told them that I got into a car accident. Oh, no. No, he's right. Yeah, you don't use that. No, I know. It's awful. It's the worst thing in the entire world. And I felt so guilty for months after that. But I did get to hang out with Jared before he left for two years. Gout or something, Meg. Anything. Say it's anything I know, it other was, than a car accident. A car accident is such a bad, <laughs> That's amazing. bad excuse. I still feel That's really real guilty for that. Because then, of course, people freak out, as they should. Oh, yeah. They're very kind, and they're very concerned with how you are. I'm like, what do you mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's oh, crazy. It happened so fast. I broke my arm. I didn't leave a dent on my car, but I really got theirs. <laughs> oh, my God.
God. Yeah, because obviously my car yeah. didn't have any dents. My, anyway. My hip's out of place. Got any big excuses? Megan. Or are you just perfect? That's funny. No, that wasn't perfect. I think most of my excuses, um, which ha- I, I kind of used like church and God a lot. Oh. It's <laughs> almost argue. as bad as you my... You can't t- argue with God. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Apparently, yeah. Uh-huh. Apparently, yeah. You got to go do that, I guess. Oh, yeah. man. That's actually kind of brilliant. No, it really was. I pat myself on the back for that one, and I'm probably going to hell. <laughs> Dua Lipa, all the hits, 107.7 The Beat, Lonnie and Meg, and coming up next. Let's play a game, shall we? I'm ready. All right. Um, Meg, if you, and I think I'll admit this, this question or the answer to this might be the same with a lot of people, but we're, we're going to play it anyway. If you could wave a wand and instantly have more episodes of one TV series that is already concluded, which series would you pick? I Just because you prefaced it with that statement, uh-huh. now I know which one yeah. you would have. Well, yeah, but I'm trying not to think that because I think 70% of the nation would say the same thing, but we'll, we'll see. Kelsey Ballerini and Halsey, the other girl. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat, Lonnie and May. I really like this little game. Uh, it, it was nice to be able to spend some time to really think about it because I think you're right, Lonnie. Majority of people are probably thinking one particular show. Yeah. The Friends. Que- yeah. Friends. The question is, if you could wave a wand and instantly have more episodes of one TV series that has mm-hmm. already concluded, which series would you pick? I think you're 100% right. Friends would be up there as... Probably a number one for a lot of people. Yeah. How about you, though? Other than Friends, what is it? Game of Thrones. Oh, really? Yeah. I wish that we could have had more episodes in the last season, particularly. And then, if, of course, I'd love it to continue. Yeah. Um, but the last season was rushed, and everybody concludes that. And they you know, felt that. Everybody felt that way. It was rushed to the end. And, you know, the writers of the books have... The writer of the book hadn't even finished the story before the show needed to end. So... It was kind of this like rush to finish it, and, and it was what obvious. It felt like yeah. really so. You, so, it, so there's never going to be any more episodes of Game of Thrones ever. There, there probably is going to be like spinoff series, not spinoff series, but you know, uh, a yeah. different timeline. Okay. Of the same air of the same show. Okay. Do you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah. I know totally like, what you mean. Like a Star Wars situation. Yeah. No, 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 no. Um, but it also would be nice if Game of Thrones would continue on the timeline that I've watched. Because I've spent, I don't even know how many hours getting to know these characters, this show, the plot, everything. Always hanging on the edge of your seat. There's a reason why Game of Thrones is such a popular show. Yeah. It'd be fun if it would just keep going. Is it weird that I've never seen it? Yes, it why? is. But I also think don't start now unless you really have nothing to do. Well, that's the problem. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing why, um, what movie? I was just telling you about the show that we were watching that stopped on like episode or season uh, four. Outlander. Outlander, right. All the hours. All the time on the couch. Yeah. All the sodas like and all the beer. 45-minute episodes, so you're dedicating some time. A massive amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow we just, like, stopped watching it, I think, because another show came up. Yeah. That we were like, well, let's start watching that. Then we got committed on that one. Sure. And the other one goes away. Yeah. That's the problem that I have. I just like, I don't have the time. I know. And sometimes, you know, I don't, I do this where I don't really want it to end, so I don't let it. <laughs> you just stop? I just stop. <laughs> That's and I'm awful. like, I chose how I wanted it to oh, end. Oh, you stop, Meg. Yeah, I have control on how you make me feel. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That'll happen from time to time. But I'm like, this has been fun for a while. Westworld was that way. Oh. The very first season of Westworld was fantastic. The second, not as good, although the concept is great. Gave it a solid go. I decided that, no, you know what? You got to let good things go. Oh, my. It's, it's okay to let good things end. Doesn't it have like 15 seasons or something? Westworld? Like yeah. No, I think it only has three, but. And you're right there and you didn't finish? 
No, it's not funny. Oh. I think it's still continuing, actually. I don't know if the series is actually going to end. But What? But Really? Yeah, I just decided it wasn't for me anymore. Yeah. Isn't it weird, though, how um, I, I think a lot of people, too, are like, there was one show, too, that was, uh, is The Office still going on? I don't think so. I don't think it is. People, office is done. People love The Office people like they love Friends. loved The Office. Uh-huh. And that went for, yeah. Several years. And Big Bang Theory. That one went for like 10, 11, 12 years, something oh, I, like that. How I Met Your Mother. It was oh, on Netflix. Oh, I remember And that I watched show. it religiously. Oh. And then Netflix took it away. And when I heard that Netflix was getting rid of How I Met Your Mother, I tried so hard to just get as many episodes in mean. as I could. But now it's on Hulu. Oh, it is? <laughs> now you're happy about it. So I'm fine. Wait. Who's, whose password are you stealing for Hulu? Is it mine? I can't. I knew it. I couldn't log in the other day, and I knew it. I was like, I've I bet been, you Meg's got my freaking password. I've been sworn to secrecy. <laughs> oh, by who? By, by the, the Hulus of the oh. Hulus. <laughs> Satan probably more like it has infested your body, Thanks Meg. Thanks so much for giving me your Hulu password. Yeah, oh, my gosh. All the hits, 1077, The Beat, Lonnie and Meg, and coming up next. So Meg, rookie Joe Burrow, he's uh, just got signed with the uh, Cincinnati Bengals, the quarterback. Mm-hmm. He was uh, LSU, played for LSU, Louisiana State, and uh, just signed his contract for $36 million. Um, And it's uh, by over four years. So that's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. That's not, but he has said in, in a statement that he's not going to spend any of that money. What? At all. I'm like, well, then what are you going to do? He's like, I'm just going to l- try to live off of my endorsements that he gets from. Really? Nike, you know, or whoever he sure. decides is his shoe brand, you know, clothing, whatever. Yeah. You know, maybe a under, maybe, you know, a deodorant company or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, which got me thinking, though, like, um, do you pretty much always just kind of fly by the seat of your pants when it comes to money? Or, uh, you know, are you mature for your age or are you just a chucklehead? You know, hmm. hmm. Let yeah. me think about. It. I think time. I think things have changed with time. Oh yeah, no question. Yeah, yeah for things, sure. Things so. were definitely different about I don't know ten years ago. <laughs> I know. So we'll talk about it next on one hundred seven seven The Beat. All the hits one hundred seven seven The Beat. Lonnie and Meg. It's surprising to hear this uh, quarterback who what is just about to start. He's a rookie, right? Yeah. Yes, Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow. Yeah, he just signed this contract worth about thirty-six million dollars. Yeah. Uh, but he says he won't spend any of the money from those paychecks, and that he just wants to live off the money he makes from endorsements. Yeah. Um, which is sounds like a smart move because how many uh, that's huge players do we know that seem to live so lavishly, and you realize actually they're not going to play forever because oh, yeah. you can't. No. Uh-uh. And your your lifespan in the NFL. And football is pretty sh- short, actually. It's only like three, four years is about all you got. Right. So that's, you know, that's pretty r- rad that he's smart enough and sharp enough at 22, 23 years old, you know, just to do that. But he's able to do that. Right. He's probably going to make more than that kind of money uh, a year on endorsements. Even starting off, you know, he's probably going to make 10, 11 million a year just on endorsements. It's crazy. So, I mean, it's starting not like off. he's like, so that's easy. he's not like, uh, you know, Living in poverty by just going off of his Lord endorsements. No. <laughs> Lord, no. He's going to have a big old house and a Lamborghini and still be great. Mm-hmm. And he, still putting away a lot of money, you know, to retire in four or five years if he wanted to. Right. You know, mm-hmm. which sounds insane to me. Exactly. You know, but uh, are you smart in that way, you know, to where you're saving some money and putting money back? Or you just got to live paycheck to paycheck like uh, most of us. Most of us, yeah. I think actually now I'm a little bit better maybe because I'm fully on my own. But when college, I mean, 
I didn't have to work, which was nice. I just chose to because I really liked babysitting, and it was good, easy, fun money to make and yeah. paid pretty darn well. That was your play money, basically, um, to well, go out and have exa- a ball. Yes, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Well, my play, instead of going out and playing with it, really, I put it into my hair. I got hair extensions when I was in college because <laughs> oh, no. I always wanted them so badly. And I thought, I'm never going to justify getting hair extensions when I have a real job. Mm-hmm. Now's the time when this play money I can <laughs> use towards putting towards fake hair. So, oh my yeah, gosh. I, I went ahead yeah. and, and not only did I get hair extensions, but I also dyed my hair, like got highlights in it. Uh-huh. And anybody who's anybody knows that highlights and hair is just like the one way heck of a way to have an expensive beauty salon trip it's insane insane how much money you guys spend on that it's crazy it um, is crazy such beautiful hair ladies I get Great it. Job. right I, I get it so. but just think if you would have taken even that money although not a ton but yet yeah, it's a, a significant amount and yeah. put it aside as opposed to getting fake hair oh yeah how much you would have in a savings account That's right now mean. just from that but I also was like, YOLO. Oh, no. And now I know that I don't uh, like hair extensions that much. You know, when you put hair extensions in and then they grow out, it was kind of like two pieces of tape. She would separate the tape, put my hair in between, and then close the tape over. Okay. And then it grows out, just like if you were to get fake fingernails, it grows out. So you've got to go, go back and get them put back in. And they charge you again. Oh, yeah. So every single oh, time. Yeah, yeah. And come <laughs> to find out, they were so high maintenance because I don't get up early enough anyway. Wait, well, definitely not now. Yeah, but no. then in college, there was no way I was going to get up extra early to style this, this much more hair. <laughs> I barely did it my on my own. And the fact was is that my hair texture was different than the hair extension texture. So it was oh, just no. to give you a heads up, you're thinking about hair extensions. They're so fun, so cool, but pretty darn high maintenance. Isn't it like actual real hair, people's yeah. hair, like from dead people? I don't know if it's dead people. Uh, I didn't ask. Uh, I didn't ask, but may. I do know that it was real. That's what made it so uh, expensive. Oh, from a dead person. And hello. Think, and then when you put it in that perspective, you think, God, this is really bizarre. This is really gross. This is a really right weird now. thing that we're doing. But I had really thick, gorgeous hair for a while, Ooh, and I had no money to show for it. Right now smoking. <laughs> no hair, no money. All the hits. One hundred seven seven. The beat. Lonnie and Meg. Coming up next. Meg. Uh, I took the Chitlins. They're, they've started a workout class. That's cool. Caden and Frankie, yeah, at uh, Trio Fitness, the uh, the Dury girls um, have started classes too for kids. Awesome. Which is off. Uh, Frankie's ten. Caden is thirteen, and they love it. Did they love it? They absolutely just love. It. I took them yesterday. Uh huh. You know, dropped them off because it's like an hour and a half class. Fun. So I was like, this is perfect. They're like babysitters too. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know what no, I'm saying. Give you a chance to go run some errands. But they're like, oh, um, they're they're loving it though. It's like putting your dog in doggy daycare, and getting him to run around. <laughs> you know what I mean? Gotta, kinda. Kids got to get the energy yeah. out too. We yeah. all do. It's so good, but it it kind of got us thinking too a little bit about like our exercise routines, how we got away from all that because of COVID. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And and we got some suggestions to help get you back into that routine since you've been out of it for so long. So this will help. And this will be great for yeah, you. Yeah, just three simple things you got to do. Maroon 5 on the beat. Surf Mesa and Emily, I love you, baby. And if it's quite all right. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. So good. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat, Lonnie and Meg. Well, I think it's so neat to know that uh, the kiddos got a chance to go play and, and go to this workout class. For like an hour and a half, you said? Yeah, hour and a half. But they're like... You know, they're they're bendy and they're, you know, resilient. Where, like me, if I was doing an hour and a half class, I did that class for, what, 50 minutes? Mm-hmm. And I thought my legs were going to fall off my body. Yeah, kids are really, 
impressive. 30 more seconds into that workout, and I would not be here today. Yeah. Just leave <laughs> me right here. It would have been the last event that Lonnie Chapin ever had. It was nice knowing him. It was, yeah. a, it was a good run. Yeah, it was a good run. They almost <laughs> made it. Yeah, but we uh, we got some things from uh, three fitness experts. That's some great suggestions on how to kickstart uh, your workout habit. The one, the only, um, Jillian Michaels, she believes it's, it's important to start with a clean slate. So wipe away the memory of indulging in desserts or choosing Netflix over an exercise class. She says it's impossible to be perfect. So you can focus today how you can improve your fitness. So don't wallow in the past, but also just... Yeah. Clean that slate, start today, it's a brand new day, and you'll be good to go. Uh, conditioning coach Gunnar Peterson uh, talking about what you could do at home. He suggests short intervals of different exercises to keep the workout interesting. Um, for example, walking up and down the stairs for four minutes, followed by some jump rope for four minutes, squats, crunches, and push-ups for four minutes, and repeat about three times, and you're solid. That's a really, really good stay-at-home thing, and I love that because I do have stairs. And it's so nice to see... Here's this conditioning coach suggesting that walking up your stairs, jump ropes, and squats and push-ups are going to be just as effective of you going out full speed ahead. Good. You know, you don't have to. Every single workout doesn't have to be something that you feel like you died afterwards. Thank God. Otherwise, we, we just wouldn't do it. <laughs> wouldn't. You know, it's still, you know, putting in the effort to do some of those moments. That's why I've only gone once. <laughs> Meg, because I about died. I'm like, I ain't going to die again. Well, because, Lonnie, you went too hot. We knew you would, and I told uh, you not to because you wouldn't go for a while afterwards. I'm sorry, Meg. Because my bad. it's a very solid response that your body's like, hey, 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 Lonnie's trying to kill us. we got to <laughs> not do that again. I know. Maybe yeah. that's why I do it subconsciously. So you have to not beat yourself up. <laughs> my uh, body's telling me to stop, so I better stop. Yeah. Ah. Uh-huh. Exactly. So we're going to be better next time, right, Lon Lon? Hmm... We'll see. We'll <laughs> also, see. fitness coach Allison Fahrenbrock says that her secret is replacing instead of erasing bad eating habits in particular. So rather than snacking on chips, she will crunch on healthy foods like fresh fruits or veggies or something. Um, but it's the idea of getting that same concept. You know, if you want to have a soda in the middle of the day, maybe replace it with just carbonated flavored water of some kind. Yeah. You, you do get used to those LaCroix. I tell you what. Do you? I do. I love them. You do love them? And I used to hate bubbly water. Well, look at you now. Just all vodka sodas, huh, Meg? You just had to throw <laughs> me under the bus. <laughs> I you just knew had it. to. I knew it before and after the class, huh, Meg? Yeah, well, you know, Good you got to, like, get the confidence to go in, and then you got to <laughs> celebrate after. <laughs> all the hits, 107.7 The Beat, Lonnie and Meg, and coming up next on your LYAO. Meg, Jimmy uh, Schubert, he's joking about he's had it. With therapy cats. Oh, really? There's such a thing as therapy cats? I know there's dogs. I know. But a cat? I think there's just therapy animals in general. But yeah, I can understand. But a cat. I can understand the uh, extra confusion on this one. Because I'm with you. Cats cats don't seem very therapeutic. No, I'd rather have a ferret. A <laughs> smelly, skinny, Ugh. long ferret than a uh, cat. <laughs> long rat. Pooping all over the place. Uh, I know that's exactly what they are. Comes up and nuzzles underneath your hair and... I don't like ferrets at all. Just starts kissing your neck. But cats as therapists, I just don't believe it. We'll see next. It's time to laugh your off with 107.7 The Beat. Is that where we're at as a species? I can't get through my day without my therapy cat. He, He calms me down. Yeah, I get it, lady. Being a grown up sucks. You don't think we all want something fairy to pet when things get hairy? But you're on an airplane, you lunatic. And if the nine prescription pill bottles in your purse 
ain't getting you there, I hardly think the therapy cat's gonna take you over the top. Look. I love animals, but I would never drag one onto an airplane. We're talking about a, a, a cat freaks out over a vacuum cleaner. How the hell you think he's gonna handle a 747? Sure enough, the plane takes off, the cabin decompresses, that poor cat starts freaking out. Come <laughs> on, hey lady, I'm not a tightest, but your therapy cat's having a nervous breakdown. You just laughed your off with 1077 The Beat. Hey, Meg. What's up? Happy hump day. Hey, you too. It's the 5th of August. Mm-hmm. What, are we, what are we celebrating? I think it's August. <laughs> yes, it what is. What are we celebrating today? It's National Oyster Day. Really? You, yeah. like, a, you like a good oyster, do you? Nope. Nope. I what, don't. No oysters? Mm-mm. Put a little Tabasco sauce on there? No. Yeah. I've, right down your gullet? I've given it a solid go. Like a big loogie? Like a, I know, the oyster shooters. Yeah, it's like a big loogie. Blah, blah. What's it? The oysters are also oh Rockefeller when they're on the ice. Rock a what? Oh, aren't they called oyster Rockefeller when they're they're like sitting above the ice? They I don't come know. out and they give you a Rockefeller. Oh my god, you're Just killing like, me. What's a rock? Sick. I know Rockefeller Plaza. You know, in New York, I've been there. I don't know about what you're talking about oyster with oyster rock. What's another dish? Ah, I'm right. When it's on top of the ice like that. Oyster you can have them raw, or you can have them like all dressed up like this. But wow. the oyster—they're cold. I had no they're idea. Served on top of ice, and you shoot them like that. Yeah, ah, I didn't know what that's what it was called. Yeah, I've done that yeah. before. You like that? Yeah, I'm pretty cool with that. And I mean, whoa, let me back up. No, no. I am no. not okay with that. I had it one time and was pleasantly surprised that I didn't keel over and die. Oh, whatever. Um, but it, and it actually wasn't that bad. I just think that for the cost. It tastes like you're just swallowing a big wet loogie. Yeah. I don't know. Isn't that fun? It's fun. It's great. And it also tastes like you're just taking a bite out of the ocean. <laughs> Which is the best part about it, Meg. Is it? Yes, it is. Yeah. Have I you had know. those the muscles at uh at Chi or not Chi, but uh Senshi? Muscles? Yeah, they're like No. They I think what? Meg, you gotta try it. I can't. They're so good. <laughs> All the hits, 107.7 The Beat, Lonnie and Meg. Meg, did you see what was in the break room? What? I think somebody's like either playing a joke. Oh. Or whatever. Because in the break room, people bring stuff for breakfast or whatever. And we, and we usually have like, somebody's got something in there. Donuts, lately it's been licorice. Well, that, which is fine and all. But I'm just like, why in the world would you actually bring like steak bites into the break room. Somebody has steak bites in the break room? Somebody has steak bites in the break room. Sounds like something a man would do. <laughs> Why a man? Because ladies aren't going to bring steak bites for breakfast. No? To well, share with everybody? That's yeah. weird. Yeah. I'd a, bring that. I mean, it's a solid way to get some protein in the morning, Then I guess. again, I'm a man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But do you see also that Kraft macaroni and cheese? They, they're trying to do that breakfast thing. Well, it's cute. It sounds like they're doing like limited edition boxes of Kraft macaroni and cheese. Instead of saying dinner on them, they say breakfast. For breakfast? Um, And it's just totally a publicity thing. Um, You think it is? Yeah, I think there's no doubt about it. Apparently during COVID and parents being home with their kids that macaroni and cheese has been a staple during all of this, (laughs) which means that it bleeds over into breakfast. Oh, yeah. Um, So how is it being different then as opposed to... I think it's just being served at a different time of day. That's it. It's the same thing. So they're not adding like 
hot dogs to it. You could add hot dogs or to it. Sausage. Yeah, it's bacon. Not like a breakfast sausage would yeah, be good, probably. Yeah, a breakfast sausage, a summer sausage, maybe even a little bacon in it. Yeah. Have you ever had bacon in your macaroni and cheese? Oh, sure. What? But not <laughs> for this craft. I've just gone to a restaurant and gotten bacon, mac, and cheese before. Oh. Uh, but not for breakfast. Yeah, no. Uh, too uh, much. Way too much, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll ask some people what their weird breakfast go-tos are. People eat strange stuff these days. They do. And maybe because they have to. Or like, they're thinking that, hey. I can't get the virus to have macaroni and cheese in the morning. Yeah, the virus is going to be like, please don't do that. <laughs> we'll talk more about that tomorrow <laughs> on the show. Meg, what are you doing on this beautiful Wednesday? Oh, I'm on. It's going to um, be like 90 degrees today. I, oh, I nice should wash my car and mow the lawn. But <laughs> you know what's funny? It's hot. I have to do the same. Oh, you do? My Yeah, my Mazda. It's so dirty. It's just that Central Oregon dust. Like my my friends over at Robertson would kill me right now if they saw that stupid yeah. thing. No, it's happening. It's, it's <laughs> definitely <laughs> that time of year where the dust just attaches. I uh, know. And yeah, my yard, I haven't mowed it in like a week and a half. Yeah. There's, it's a jungle out there. I know. I got to um, do the same thing. So, okay. Well, good luck with hey, your chores today. You too as well. Hope you're able to finish them without dying. Yep. You as the well. Heat. All right. I'll just, I'll turn the sprinklers on. While you're mowing. While I'm mowing the yard. Just make, a sticky mess. Make that grass real nice and heavy. <laughs> exactly. Well, I hope you enjoy the nice warm weather today, everybody. What? Yeah. It's 70 already. It's, and what's it going to be today? What's the high? Yeah, about 88, 89. Oh, yeah. So not too bad. You know, but nice and warm. 88, 89. <laughs> I know. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you in the morning. I'll see you later. Peace. Catch Lonnie and Meg weekday mornings 6 to 10 on 1077 The Beat.